Hey guys, it's Jacob Nikos. I just want you guys to know that we're going to open up a apology section for the end of our show. So if you have any confessions you actually want to bring out and you want to apologize for them, you can go ahead and do that by calling 724-892-1042. That's area code 724-892-1042. We're in America, so that code is plus one for the country code. And uh, <clears throat> go ahead. Bring some stuff in and uh, make sure that uh, you feel better about yourself. That's all that matters. Um, make sure you're anonymous. Don't ever use your name. And uh, that's all that matters. All right, guys. Bye. The Dangerous Game contains subject matter that is not intended for all audiences. Listener discretion is advised. I'm getting sick and tired of never understanding. Where is the truth you promised? And now, for something a little dangerous. Went to Hollywood to try to work in the drugstore at Sunset and Vine. Now, there's a corner. Great families of jalopies from Handerlash stood around the sidewalk, gaping from the sidewalk. At some movie star, a movie star never showed up. When a limousine passed, they rushed eagerly to the curb and ducked to look. Some characters, dark glasses, sat inside with a bejeweled blonde. Donamichi! Donamichi! No. George Floyd! George Floyd! They sniffled around, looked at one another. Handsome queer boys who had come to Hollywood to be cowboys walked around wearing their aisles with their hitchy fingertips. The most beautiful little gone girls in the world could find slacks. They came to be scarlets, and they ended up in drive-ins. Terry and I tried to find some work at the drive-ins. There was no soap anywhere. Hollywood, Hollywood Boulevard was great. Screaming frenzy of cars. There was minor accidents, at least one of them. Everyone was rushing off towards those furthest plans. Beyond that was the desert and the nothingness. Hollywood Sam stood in front of swank restaurants, arguing exactly the same way Broadway Sam's argued at Jacob's Beach, New York. Only here they were lightweight suits. Their talk was a little bit cornier. Talk, preachers shuddered by. Fat screaming women ran across the boulevard to get in line with the quiz shows. I saw Jerry Colonna buying a new Buick Motors. He was inside the plate glass window, fingering his mustache. Terry and I sat down at the cafeteria downtown, which was decorated to look like a grotto with a mural. was courting everywhere. A great impersonal, impersonal stone bunches belonging to deities. People ate. Lugarious meals around the waterfalls, their faces grew with marine sorrow. All the cops in LA looked like handsome, gorgeous, gorgeous. Obvious they'd come to LA to make the movies. Everyone had come to make the movies, even me. Terry and I endured trying to get jobs on the South Main Street among the heat. Those beat countermen. Shovel girls, they made no bones about the bitterness. And even there, it was no go. We still had $10. I want to go and thank Jay Jones for reading that little poetry section of what he wanted to read. Who is that by, by the way, Joe? Jay? Oh, that, oh, that, oh, oh that's, Jeff, that's Jack Kerouac. Oh, Kerouac. Good old Kerouac. 
Um, welcome to Dangerous Game. This is the uh, little dangerous, which is going to be between just the two of us, actually, which is completely yeah. fine. And uh, with both of us, yeah. And uh, I want you guys to be. I don't know. I'm happy you guys are here. That's pretty much it. Um, so thank you, Jay. Really appreciate that. Uh, Dangerous Game is usually done with uh, three different other people, um, but they are not here currently, and that is completely fine. Um, but this is one of those shows where we actually talk about where um, some of the most, basically like the the normal true crime stories of today are dealing with. So let's go ahead. And yeah, 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 yeah. That. You guys are uh, yeah, yeah. Dangerous Game, the normal Dangerous Game show is the cutting uh, <laughs> edge of true crime podcasts. <laughs> so we're gonna go right? ahead. Yep, exactly. So we're gonna go ahead and do uh, our normal stuff today. Um, thank you, Jay Jones, super producer, for being with us today. Uh, really appreciate that. So, shall we begin? Actually, Jay, what's your bright spot today? Oh, my bright spot, it's, uh, it, 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 the sun was shining today. Mm -hmm. It was a beautiful bright spot. My bright spot was I watched a man get a flat tire in the second to the fast lane on the freeway blow blowout and I watched everybody naturally ease back and let that man who if you're in that situation you, you you really do recognize that it's a very perilous situation when you're on a freeway going that fast and blow yeah no totally and it can be very very scary and very intimidating and, and my, my bright spot was actually watching watching everybody on, on this six lane freeway Ease back and pull back, and and not cause any accidents, and let let that man safely get off of the freeway so he can get his tires fixed and he can get on with his weekend and, and hug his kids and uh, and the rest of us behind that because you know the, that that beautiful bumble between those six or seven cars that slow down traffic really save lives miles down that freeway. Gotcha. My boss spot today was uh, packed up all my stuff. I'm getting ready to move. And so uh, I put a bunch of books out on the uh, street. And I'm pretty sure people are are cannibalizing it because that's how South Park works. They really like books. so um, They do. Uh, have you have you looked out the window and seen if they're still there? Or I actually went and checked a couple of times. And a lot of people have not grabbed a lot of stuff that I have done yet. But it was at 4 o'clock in the afternoon. So... By the time okay. I, I get back out there, it'll be just fine. Um, it's, it, you think it'll be gone? What What are, what are the highlight of the books? And just Just in case. It, all right. So obviously, in this book stack, there's going to be you know the hitters. So there's going to go first, right? There's gonna be a little bit of Michael Chabon. Yeah. yeah, Michael Chabon, okay. who did uh, the Adventures of Cavalier and Clay, which is a great book. Um, there's a little bit of okay. Franzen, which I'm not a big fan of, and then there's some fantasy. Um, and a bunch and a bunch and a bunch of, um, what should we call it? Like comic books, basically. So, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Like, like actual comic books. Graphic novels. Like... Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. Anything, anything good? Um, Nightfall, where Batman gets his uh, back broken and he's not Batman anymore. That's a good one. Um, is that real? Is that real Batman or is that in the... Uh... No, it's real Batman. Yeah. There's also Scott Pilgrim versus the World. I threw that out there too, okay. and then also um, let's see what else I had. Um, there's a couple Daredevil comics which were actually pretty fun, and then uh, um, the biggest one was V for Vendetta, I think. So someone's gonna take that real quick. So yeah, so especially what happened in the last eight years. So yeah. Um, yeah. I just start Are you excited about that? Do you like you like giving that back to the, the neighborhood? Yeah, I give the community all the time. Like if I have too many books, I just drop it off on the street and people pick them up. <clears throat> so dangerous game, little dangerous is usually uh, a lot different than the actual dangerous game. It's going to be the ones where we have three different uh, like articles that we talk about. Um, so I will begin if that's cool with you. Uh, yeah, I'd love for you to begin. All right. A uh, U.S. man held in Tijuana on suspicion of killing a 19-year-old employee at Adelita Bar 
Have you actually been to Adelita's before, Jay? Adelita's, Adelita's I believe that's Spanish for grandmother. <laughs> um, and so, uh, uh, yes, I, if I, I, I've been to Adelita's a yeah. few times in my life. Yeah, I'm not going to lie about that. Uh, it's a wonderful, wonderful bar. Yes, it is a, uh, it is a brothel. Um, and I guess it is a strip club too, I guess, but that's weird. It's like, uh, I've, I've always been confused about, you know, I'm not going to lie and say that, uh, uh, over my life, I've not been a strip club aficionado. I have, <laughs> I've enjoyed them. I love them. I like, I, I, I love the atmosphere. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, especially when I was younger, I loved the uh, plasticity of, of the roles that, that, uh, performers and dancers took. And the roles that their customers took, uh, I found a lot of uh, equal parallels in my early um, hospitality experience when I was like winning tables. Like, yeah, I always, I was, I always drew a, par- uh, a parallel line from, you know, uh, I, I used to say something. It was like, you know, I'm just, you know, I, you just put a pole in front of me i'm just gonna dance because that's the same way you know what I mean? we're all just taking care of people yes yeah. it's still service know. yeah so, i get you yeah exactly so uh what i found uh interesting about uh Adelitas is the fact that it's a it's a bar and it's a club uh and then it's a strip club kind of and then it obviously is a brothel at the same time <laughs> Uh, a United States citizen was arrested in Tijuana on Wednesday night for allegedly killing a 19-year-old employee of the Adelina's nightclub on uh, Coleo, can't say that correctly, street in the uh, city zone of Zona Norte. Um, uh, fun, fa- fun fact about uh, Tijuana cab drivers, they can actually pronounce that street either, but they will still get you there quickly. 100%. You just say Adelitas. They'll just get you there real yeah. fast. Um, Tijuana police arrested the suspect, uh, identified as Logan Matthew Kelly, 26, at the crime scene after he was detained by security guards at the bar. Kelly, who Tijuana play, uh, police uh, said is originally from Ohio, is accused of walking up behind the victim and fatally slicing her neck with a knife and uh, was recovered by police from the scene. Um, this is going to be the grossest thing we do this week, so um, just Is it? Yeah. No, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, again, I think if Jake was here or Lexi would hear, they'd ask this one question. What's that? They're like, how did this dude get behind the bar? No idea. Probably because you can actually get behind a lot of bars if you wanted to, but this is pretty, like... It's pretty insane. Yeah, um, I've been in a lot. Of, I've been in a lot of clubs, <laughs> and you can't just get behind the bar. I, I guess you can. Yeah. I just never like. Never tried. Well, my biggest fantasy, if I was going to sneak behind a busy bar, is to get behind the bar and kill a nineteen-year-old. Yeah, it's not that. <laughs> no, no, I'm gonna maybe like make a car bomb or something. <laughs> Like, yeah, I'm the asshole who, like, fucks up karaoke by, like, singing Freebird. So I'm like, yeah, no, I'm going to do a death charge. <laughs> Kelly, who Tijuana police said uh, is originally from Ohio, is accused of walking up behind the victim in Philly, slicing her in the neck with a knife that was recovered by a police from the scene. Um, a State Department official said the agency was aware of this case, which I'm not too worried about that. Um, quote, when a U.S. citizen is detained abroad, the State Department provides all appropriate consular assistance. Due, due to privacy uh, considerations, we do not have any information to share publicly at this time, which there's not a whole lot out there about why I actually killed this woman. Um, so I, I, I looked a lot into it, and there was not anything actually provided. Nothing. Not at all. Well... That, from from what I've heard, yeah, and this this is going to be strictly conjecture. Mm-hmm. I've heard that the Ohio um, prostitution ring is like the best. Okay, like yeah. So 
So you think I, he knew I, her from before when she was an out? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think, yeah, I think it's, I, I yeah, <laughs> that's, that's really what I'm thinking. <laughs> the Red Cross, which is surprisingly the craziest thing that you actually have to hear when in Mexico, that that's an emergency thing. And other personnel were called at the uh, to the bar around 9 p.m. Wednesday night for an emergency report of a woman injured with a sharp object. When emergency personnel and police arrived, they found the woman with a fatal neck injury and declared her dead at the crime scene. Well. I mean, I guess he did it. He did it right, I guess. I mean, fuck. Yeah. It's. Honestly, that's probably the most decisive. Convic- uh, conviction of death that they'd done all day. Yeah, I mean it's it, uh, it because is because I've been to, I've been to TJ and you know you look behind the bar there's there's bodies strewn everywhere. <laughs> Just a bunch of dead people. Yeah, well I don't know if they're dead or not. <laughs> Nobody's saying they're dead. Like I'm just I, I'm impressed that these medical workers were able to go out there and actually diagnose diagnose as, uh, I don't know like uh, to me. She might have just popped up and tried to sell me some chiclets. Yeah, no, totally. And I, I, I don't know. Like, I'm scared of that. <laughs> uh, police that have had, uh, identified the victim as uh, Italia Montoya Romero and said she was employed at the strip club and bar. Adelita describes itself as the most traditional, quote-unquote, and famous men's club in Tijuana operations since 1962. That's a good. That's a very, very good point. Um, before there were iPhones and camera phones, um, when you used to go to Adelita's, it's a great place to get a, a nice Negro Modelo. Uh, by the way, it was one of the few bars. Uh, I do like. Who, I like. Back, I like a nice dark lager for sure. Yeah, exactly. You know, especially four or five in the morning, it's delicious. <laughs> um, uh, they used to have a. a, a a really very very nice gentleman, mm-hmm. and and uh, I'm not saying he worked there for years. Yeah, I'm saying that I saw him over the years, um, and he would take uh, Polaroid pictures. Yeah, when you're just like sitting in the booths, because down in the, if you've ever been to Adelita's, it's a it's a it's a wonderful little club. Well, they actually have a bar and they have a restaurant, like I was talking about earlier in the show. Um, and then, you know, and then upstairs, whatever happens. But there's, you know, it's downstairs, it's nice. But uh, they had these nice booths as a courtesy um, for uh, the friends of the gringos um, participating in the business. So you think it's kind of, it's a brothel pretty much is what you're so, saying. So, well, I, yeah, well, I'm that's I don't know. I'm, what I'm saying is that I used to sit in these booths and and watch, and my friends would disappear for an hour or so, and the guy would and the guy would take a Polaroid picture of me, and then, <laughs> and, and then he'd try to sell it to me for twenty dollars. Well, that's a very cheap fucking. That's a huge price for you know Polaroids that you, you know you can't take 19, back home. To home. When you, yeah, when you think about it, in 1999, yeah. But here's the thing. This is the thing that got. This is the best part about this guy. This guy was genius. Yeah. He knew he knew your boys were in the booth next door. Yeah. He took pictures of them too. So it's like if you weren't gonna give him twenty dollars, he'd go to them and go, I'll give you twenty dollars to your boy yeah. in the booth next door. So this guy was this guy was he was he was a good guy. <laughs> um, there's, there's a hustle everywhere, that's all I'm saying. <laughs> Witnesses uh, told Spanish language media that the victim was talking with another man inside a hallway of a motel adjacent to the bar when the suspect came up to behind her and slit her throat with what appeared to be a four to six inch long folding knife. Um, the the clip point uh, blade had some type of seal and an image and assault rifle etched into the handle. Sounds about right. According to images of the murder weapons released uh, by police at, at the scene. Um, this is the craziest thing, too. The homicide was the 223rd so far in 2021, which were already two months into 2021. In Tijuana, 
the border city just south of San Diego. So, um, and I actually researched this and the other 223 were not even related to um, the cartels or anything like that. So it's just a lot of murder going down in Tijuana right now. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't know what to add to that. <laughs> yeah, I don't have a lot to add to that except for... Uh, Stop fucking people uh, up in Tijuana, I guess. Uh, you know what I mean? Like, no. So what I'm going to say is, like, good rules for Tijuana are going to be mis misconstrued as, like, some kind of weird, like, American rules. Yeah. Because they sound really... Uh, they're going to sound really, like, similar. It's like, don't be an asshole. Don't go piss in the streets. Exactly. You can't do that. <laughs> Don't show fear or weakness. Uh, and and make sure you take care of the ladies. Yeah. You're going to be okay in, in Mexico. You're going to be okay in Tijuana. <laughs> Tijuana is not bad. It's not bad. Tijuana is beautiful for all of our uh, worldwide listeners. Tijuana is amazing. The airport is fantastic. Fly in. You can... You can pop across the border enjoy beautiful Southern California and then from there you can fly to beautiful Cabo San Lucas oh awesome or anywhere else in the Caribbean for for low 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 rates we like to we also like to welcome our new sponsor to Dangerous Little Dangerous on Friday nights Spirit Airlines Spirit Airlines oh one of my favorites flying, uh, flying 16 coastal hubs and they're doing a uh, what we've heard is a January special of free free bag checks. Yeah, buy uh, buy fifty dollar uh, uh, you know tickets in, and spend in, everything in, else. In, uh, no, it's free bags in January. It's free bags in January. That's mm -hmm. Spirit Airlines. Book book your flight today. <laughs> Multiple Spanish language uh, media outlets reported the Tijuana police identified the man as a United States Marine. However. A spokesman from the United States Marine Corps Media Operations Chief said that there's no record that he actually ever serving in the Marines. Prosecutors uh, with Baja's California's uh, Fischalia, sorry about that, or State Prosecutor's Office shuttered the business on Thursday to protect the crime scene and red closure sign uh, was visible across the front of the establishment on Friday. Yeah, normally the red cross on the means they're. Uh, I don't know. It's late. That means that they're uh, actually does, dealing with a crime scene. Yeah, that, that that's a bad. That's a bad scene. <laughs> Strip clubs, nightclubs, and bars do not serve food uh, or are not supposed to be open in Tijuana amid current coronavirus restrictions, but apparently the business was operating anyway. Leader, city leader said. A city official said the matter was being investigated on Friday, which I'm sure if if Adelita's is putting a little money inside of their hands, they can do it just fine. Yeah, yeah. well, it, no, you said a city leader. Yeah. You know, you know, one of the biggest city leaders is the owner of Adelita's. Yeah, so totally. it's great that he that's great that he's speaking out on it. I like that. You know, what <laughs> I mean, I I, I, uh, I appreciate a leader speaking out on the you know what's going on with his business and it not being represented by the guy who's actually <laughs> making the money by the guy who owns the business. Um, in a graphic video circulated on social networks, Kelly appears, the guy that did it appears to be wearing a coronavirus mask as he walks behind Montoya and puts his arm around her neck, stabs her and then throws her on the floor. Kelly then runs away with a security guard chasing him, chasing behind him. Uh, while the victim appears to be struggling on the floor, which is always fun. Um, I just want to say to anybody that's listening to this, this is the most craziest story that I'm putting on here because the one that I actually wanted to put on here was the, the Philadelphia guy that shot two different of his neighbors and uh, uh, over a snow snow shoveling accident and uh i just not decided not to put it on here because that video is insane like I've, i as somebody that deals with you know fucking this kind of stuff all the time it's it's gross 
So, um, so that's the grossest thing you're going to see this week. That being said, let's talk about again. Yeah, honestly, honestly, it's not worse than the guy who has to clean those bar mats up. Yeah, I know for sure. <laughs> Over an Adelitas, yes. You don't want to clean them. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I just try to add a little levity in that very, very heavy conversation. Well, now we're going to. I have the utmost respect for barbacks and all they do for all of us drinkers now. I'm not a bartender anymore. I want to give a big shout out to the barbacks in the world who supply the bartenders with the booze that puts it in a glass and lets me drink it. And they have to clean it. And they have to clean up those gut filled bar mats at the end of the night they're the worst thank you i appreciate you guys and i respect the guys who do it without gloves so we're gonna still stick down to mexico so u.s customs seized and destroyed 194 pounds of illegal baloney smuggled in at the mexico border u.s customs baloney? yeah baloney the thing that's all put together that you have an oscar meyer it's the grossest <laughs> Is it that gross? It's it's okay with some cheese and some mayonnaise. It, it tastes pretty good. <laughs> um, I'm telling you, I'm telling you, it's a North Park restaurant away from me and him. Oh yeah, you're actually c- completely correct. Um, U.S. Customs and Border Control agents working in New uh, in New Mexico seized nearly 200 pounds, 2020 or 22 rolls of bologna being smuggled into the uh, country from Mexico. Um, agents discovered the contraband, uh, meat in 2009, in a 2019, uh, Nissan Rogue crossing the border at Columbus, New Mexico. Rolls of baloney were discovered both in the trunk and the car and the man's luggage. That's the weirdest part. Like, uh, you know, at, at some point, like when you've already stuffed baloney in every other part of the car. Do you just, why do you leave like the last bologna roll in your backpack? My whole thing too. Is that, is that, is that like the, like, well, just in case we get caught, I can run away and then I can save some of this bologna? Or is it like, I need to be like, uh, if they catch me, then I'm going to, I'm in for a penny. I'm in for a pound of bologna. Well, my whole thing too is this man bought luggage to actually like bring in baloney so like you spent already way more than the baloney is actually worth to try to smuggle it in yeah well did he buy above a market price on the luggage <laughs> that's probably true we, we don't know that <laughs> did some amazon work i'm not saying that they do you know the knockoffs in other countries that's yeah. in it. I'm just saying that, but you, the, you know, the, like I don't know if that's I don't know if that was Louis Vuitton. If they kind of they they kind of probably that would be a weird thing. That's a weird weird flex. When you're like, I have Louis Vuitton baloney. Baloney. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> the the meat that nobody actually ever buys. It, dude, is isn't that the that's the plot of that one James Bond movie where he fights Doctor Q. And he's like got Versace baloney. Yeah, Versace baloney. <laughs> um, the the CBP, which I'm guessing is the the people that are at the, you know, are the border agents that protect us so well. Destroy yes. the destroy the baloney and find the driver five hundred dollars. Um, this is far from the first time border agents have discovered contraband meat which is the weirdest thing ever being smuggled across the border. And already this year, there have been several in, uh, interceptions on January 7th, uh, agencies, 20 pounds of undeclared pork and 30 containers of edible bird's nests from a passenger arriving from a flight in China. A day later, a man from Kosovo attempted to smuggle in a suitcase filled with 88 pounds of swine meat claiming it was homemade sausage. Okay. <laughs> Sounds like things are going wild over there. Down there in the yeah, bar. but like, yeah, like, 
Here's the thing: when he's claiming it's homemade sausage, right? Yeah. That's I I I I think that's a good alibi. No, I agree totally, especially when you're smuggling fucking eighty-eight pounds of it. Well, no. Well, how many restaurants you go to when it's got homemade soup? No, that's fair. Yeah, you know, that soup ain't made at home. That soup was made right there in the kitchen. <laughs> what I'm saying is, if he's saying that, I'm just like I got no. Like, I'm good with that. That's good. That's a good alibi to me. That's that's fucking. I stamp. I stamp that passport. It's what <laughs> I'm saying right now. Is that I'm gonna worry about guys with like uh, underwear bombs and not like stinky underwears. Yeah. With a legitimate excuse as to why he has like two pounds of baloney in his pockets. I'm stamping that. I'm just going to, I'm like, I'm going to let you go. I'm going to say, enjoy your time here. Mm -hmm. I'm going to say, if you haven't seen Orlando, it's a beautiful, beautiful city this time of year. Yeah, no, totally. Yeah, that's what I'm going to (laughs) do. Last year, smugglers attempted to bring in nearly 20,000 pounds of contraband meat, which is a fucking strange thing to say, from China. The meat was hidden uh, with a shipment of electronics and home goods. That's a lot of meat. That's a lot. With your electronics. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. (laughs) That is the most bizarre fucking uh, internet porn subgenre I've ever heard. Uh, CB, uh, CBP uh, agents stressed that import, uh, importing undeclared meats and cheeses could potentially bring foreign animal diseases and, con- and contingents, such as swine fever or foot and mouth disease, into the country. So, um, just I guess don't bring any of that weird shit in, guys. <laughs> yeah. Stop being. Weird with that foot and mouth stuff. Yeah, don't bring weird meats in. Like, that's a lot of meat. 20,000 pounds? That's insane. Is it? It's a lot of meat? It's a lot of quarter. <laughs> it is. I can't have 20,000 meat in my fucking refrigerator. Can you imagine? 20,000 20, 20, pounds, right? Yeah. 20,000. So, a quarter yeah. pounder, that's four, right? So, uh, if anybody's a quarter pound, counter pounder is, yeah, that's, that's, uh, that's so a that's quarter 80, pound of that's one. So, 80,000 80, burgers? Uh, yeah, probably around yes. there. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> There's going to be a zero in there. There's not going to be anything else. These are big round numbers. All right. 80,000 burgers. That's good. Um, that's tough to smuggle. By the way, that's tough to smuggle. Sorry. <laughs> it definitely is tough to smuggle. Uh, last story of the day. Man builds guitar out of his dead uncle's skeleton and uses it to qua- uh, to play black metal. That's pretty fun. Um, <laughs> a guitarist has paid tribute to his uh, to their metal-loving late uncle by turning his relative skeleton into an actual working guitar. Um, I've actually listened to this entire thing on on stream, and I could probably edit it in here so you can actually hear how it sounds. Um, but yeah, he's done it, so it's an actual. Is it good? Um, I mean, he, he looks like he eats a lot of you know. Um, he he seems to enjoy donuts quite a bit. So I'm not at, Jake. I'm not asking about his physical fitness. I'm, I'm inquiring on his musical skills. Um, can this man play? Can he play a dead man guitar? It sounds loud. I can tell you that much. We'll, we'll, we'll definitely put it on here. I'll edit the actual sound into it. I'm totally fine with that. But uh, yeah, it doesn't sound great. But I mean, it sounds good. Is it it like, is it power chords? Yeah, for the most part. Yeah, it's like all D's and E's. You know, that's how it works for these guys. Is there there upstrong? Like, is there like some kind of weird sublime thing going on? I don't know. He looks like, do you know how LP looks from fucking uh, uh, Run the Jewels? Uh, A productor from Company Flow, yes. Yeah, so imagine him playing a guitar with like a lot of hair. It looks exactly like that. I was like, oh, man. Isn't that, isn't that, that's Queens of the Stone Age. Yeah, exactly. That's exactly what that was. Uh, so he looks like Josh Holm. Yeah, yeah, kind of. Well, Holmes, Holm is actually, yeah. All right, we, okay. we can get into Queens of the Stone Age because I love those guys, but yeah. I, know. Um, I didn't mean to, I didn't mean to crush you with that because that was like a fantastic. <laughs> no, it just, it just, it just, it just I, I, derailed me. I'm like, I love I that know. guy. 
I, I, I really apologize because it, like the minute I dropped it, I'm like, this is going to fuck him up. No, totally. <laughs> um, I don't know. I think my favorite um, Queens of the Stone Age is uh, I sat by the ocean when they did it on the Letterman stage. That was a great fucking thing. <sighs> yeah. Um, I, uh, yeah. I fell in love with Queens of the Stone Age just going out to, driving out to uh, Palm Desert, Southern California. Out kind of where the, you know, obviously where those guys grew up, but I went out there for work. Yeah. And I'd be doing long drives in the desert and, uh, you know, just sitting there in my car. And it, it was always the most apropos music. It was like, so good. It was, it, it's so bizarrely fitting. It's great that it's like embraced by the masses. Cause I think with the Stone Age is an amazing band. Well, their, their album, they did a couple, I mean, they did a couple albums like, you know, the last i don't know five years but they got theodore from uh mars the volta as their drummer and he's fucking great so um yeah. very into it yeah just amazing stuff amazing uh, amazing stuff so metal sucks which is a metalsucks.com have yeah. shared the unusual but impressive story of Prin prince midnight who is the guy that plays the guitar uh a guitar player who lost his greek uncle philip in a car accident two decades ago. Apparently the nature of his native uh, country's Orthodox Christian religion frowns upon cremation and Philip's bones were medically prepared and rendered at his request at Philip's request, the man that died after his death and then donated to a local college for educational purposes. So, okay. Yeah. I'm a little, I'm a little lost with Uncle Philip. Yeah, like why he wants to donate his bones. Yeah, yeah. What? Uh, maybe we need to drill down a little bit on on, on Uncle Phil. Well, he's because he's because he's, he's certainly not uh, the Fresh Prince's uncle. No, I know he's not. <laughs> yeah, he come up like, "What's up? What you talking about?" No, he didn't do any of that stuff. <laughs> no, no, no. no I, I don't believe anybody actually did that on that show. <laughs> I think Uncle Phil did it a lot. <laughs> 20 years later, though, Prince's, uh, Prince, Prince's, the guy that's the main dude that plays guitar, uh, uh, Prince's uncle was sent after what uh, would like a, look like a lot of paperwork to his nephew in Florida, <laughs> this makes sense, who eventually decided to get to work on what most sh surely would be the first ever guitar made out of real skeleton. <clears throat> Good old Florida. It always come through. Well, here's the, yeah. A lot of people don't know this about Florida and uh, in the Panhandle of Florida. It's uh, uh, all the Walmart shelves are bare. So yeah, you really have to make. You, you basically have to make everything out of the things that are out here, like skeletons. Just whatever's around, bones. <laughs> <laughs> Branches? I don't know. You know what I mean? They, they, they don't. They don't look at them as skeletons so much. It's just like that's just like oh, that'll hold up that shelf. <laughs> it's really is it's it's really how they approach it. it in, in in that part of it's the yeah in that part of Florida. It's just weird. I don't know. I'm not sure what part of Florida is actually in. He it sounds like he's more, uh, he's more of a Tampa guy. It sounds like. Well, yeah. That's what I'm saying. Shout out to Tampa. And you guys are listening. <laughs> big, big shout out to Tampa. <laughs> Quote, unquote. I got the box of bones from Greece and it didn't know what to do with it first, Prince admits. Quote, bury them, cremate them, put them in the attic. All seem like poor ways to memorialize someone who got me into heavy metal. So I decided to turn Uncle Philip into a guitar, which proved to be challenging. I did a lot of research, and no one has ever made a guitar out of a skeleton, so I did it. I'll go ahead and just say right now, um, we're going to go ahead and put the entire skeleton guitar thing and how he constructed it on our Instagram over at Dangerous Game. The Dangerous Game Pod. Um Bonus, not only does he now have one of the most unique and meaningful instruments on the planet, but Prince says the guitar plays quote unquote plays perfect and sounds awesome so i guess i'll put his his video on there as well so uh, you might as well right yeah no totally so you can see how it sounds like if you guys want to hear it 
It'll be on the dangerous game tomorrow. It sounds like something that we want to watch and and like look at, and then we're gonna we're gonna want to build ourselves. I actually have seen I've seen the pictures, and it's it, it's not gruesome. It's pretty cool. Like it's one of those type of things. You're like, fuck, you made a fucking guitar out of that. Like it's pretty cool, dude. Like it's it's weird. Uh, I'm sorry. I apologize. Mm-hmm. It's it's not like they're uh, dizzy Miss Lizzie. Yeah. Which is a you know a kick-ass rock band. Yeah. Like if you had their bones it would be tough to put together yeah that you know how bizarre stretch this is that i'm trying to make an ikea joke out of a danish rock band that <laughs> <laughs> i'm trying to research danish rock bands as i'm trying to fucking like like keep well, this conversation well the, the the ikea thing got me as if they needed an allen wrench to make sure it happened yeah. actually make it work <laughs> and do you have the right allen wrench or does it come with it yeah, like, do, you, do, you, uh, do you actually need to know Alan to have the wrench? <laughs> yeah. So I'm about, to find, I'm about to find out a bunch of Danish rock bands. As you should. <laughs> didn't, didn't, didn't know you were a fan. No, I'm, I'm a big fan of Norwegian death metal. So. Yeah? Yeah, my favorite is, um, um, God, what's the, what's the song called? Um, chainsaw gun punch. That's a good one. So, yeah. Really? Yeah, it's a good one. And it sounds like it sounds like nothing at all. It just sounds like a bunch of sound of wall. Yeah. It, sometimes it always sounds like you're just like referencing uh, a band you heard on Bam Margera's show. No, no, this is definitely one that I have not heard on Bam Margera's show. <laughs> His band sucked. CKY was okay. That's about it. Yeah. Yeah. And they were just That's okay. True. It just sounded like just like skate music. Like da na na da na 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 na. I'm like, all right, cool. I can skate to this. <laughs> that's what that's what I was saying. It's like you know what I mean. If you're gonna play Uncle Pat, yeah. Are you gonna play skate music? Um. No, right? no, not skate music. Yeah. If you had to play Uncle Philip, yeah, you'd have to oh, actually. You're playing Uncle Philip, yeah. Yeah. If you're playing that. All right, so circling mm-hmm. back, yeah. Do you do you down tune to Chevelle? Uncle? Yes. No, don't, don't, don't for yeah. <laughs> you son of a gun. You know I love Chevelle. <laughs> I know you do love Chevelle. So you're like, oh yeah, down tune that shit, man. Down tune it to D. So you down tune Uncle Phil even before, like yeah, yeah. Like no, you I got were it. down, you were down tuning Phil when Phil yeah. was still alive. Yeah, yeah, totally. Just have a, a skull bone like. <laughs> that's all Chevelle sounds like every single song I get it I understand but I love it I'm here for it <laughs> at least I didn't say 311 well, can you imagine playing a skeleton we're like down down you're just like just a skeleton it doesn't work no yeah yeah <laughs> it, it probably worked better with Tool but Tool fucking can suck my dick so and I'm gonna say Whoa. that to everyone that's listening to this right now yeah Tool sucks. <laughs> um. Anyways. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I'm like. I'm, I, you know. I mean, yeah. So that's that's the end of everything that I actually research. So <laughs> that's it. Yeah. That's it's only, only forty two minutes. Little little dang little dangy little, little dang dangy little, little dangy on a Friday. Yeah. <laughs> little dang little dangy on a Friday. Just yeah. You just like. Just cutting it up and having some fun. The best part is already asked for your 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 bright spots, so we didn't actually have to do that at the end because all this stuff was pretty dumb and stupid, except except for the person at the beginning that slit the throat of a nineteen year old. But um, yeah, that wasn't good. Yeah, yeah, that was not good. Hey, well, well, then then I gotta ask: Do you have anything to promote? Uh, Anything coming up for you? Um, we're gonna go ahead and uh, keep working on Dangerous Game, obviously. Um, Yeah. Uh, I, I'm pretty proud of the team that we have because they're savages as fuck. Um, we're still working on uh, Happy Hill Family Radio Program, which is the newest project that we've made in the last nine months, and I uh, really want that to succeed and have a good time. Um, my name is Jacob Nikos. 
If you want to find me on anything, it's at Jacob Nikos on everything. Um, I actually got a, a, a thing today about how um, pronouns are bad on my my shit on Instagram, and so I took that down, so that's fine. Um, what do you mean? Uh, uh, explain further, if you don't mind. So a lot of pronouns go uh, him, him or... Yeah, I don't know what it works. It's like him slash him, essentially. So I wrote him slash fly as fuck. So I wrote that as my my thing on Instagram because my, my name says Mrs. Davalina. So I had that right next to it. And someone came after me and they're like, yeah, you're probably being in, you know, in, you know, you're being bad about this, essentially. And disgenuous about it. And I'm like, all right, cool. Oh, well. I've already changed his name twice in a week, so I had to take down my entire name now. So in about two weeks, I'll just come right back with a, a new name. So um, Are you going to rip off Dell and his new name? What's Dell's new name? I don't know. I'm just, yeah, I probably will. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The funky homo, uh, homo sapien? Fuck yeah, I will. <laughs> Mr. Domeline was my shit. It was just one of those type of things where a girl just came up to me. She's like, maybe you should like, it was a paragraph long, bro. Like it was a long paragraph. And I'm like, all right, cool. Like I'll bring it down. That's fine. And so I tried to change it and they were just like, and, and Instagram was like, yeah, you can't change it. Cause he's already changed it once. So we can't do that in two weeks. I'm like, all right, that's fine. So, um, I'm Sorry. I'm not. I'm not a big understander of pronouns. I was just having some fun with it. So, um, yeah. So that's where I was. I was with it. So, uh, I like it. Yeah. As someone's about to live with a lesbian, I should probably be a little bit more apathetic about it. But it was. It was not her. That's for sure. <laughs> it never is. It yeah. Never is. It was not her. <coughs> All right. All right. Uh... <clears throat> So, anyways, um, reach out to us. Uh, Jay Jones is at Jay Jones or Jones J on everything. Um, well, uh, I'm Jones James on the Facebook, and it's that Jay Jones everywhere else. Yep, just and we are. In, go ahead. Just, just put in Jay Jones, and you'll, you'll find you, know. you. Yeah, you're friends with somebody I know. Yep, uh, I'm Jacob Nikos, of course. Uh, this is the Dangerous Game Pod. You can find us on everything that's like that. You can email us if you want to. The emails I've been getting lately are pretty weird. Um, at uh, the dangerous game pod at gmail.com. And uh, yeah, man, we're here for you. Uh, next week's going to be really hard for everybody because uh, we're about to dive deep into the clown serial killer, Mr. John Wayne Gacy. So that might be a four parter, um, depending on how much I research. So. Um, it's going to be gross. And it's going to be fun. Yeah, I have to think. I have to thank Lexi for that because Lexi's always the one where she just is like, "I'm going to challenge this more and more and more." I'm like, "All right, cool, let's do this." I'm like, "I'm down." Like, do you want to do this? And she's like, "Yes." I'm like, "All right, tight." So shout shout out to Lexi Russell for being a part of the show. She's a fucking Absolutely. she's a fucking savage. Shout out to uh, Jake Collins who has to just deal with this. He's like Dorothy and yeah. fucking uh, Wizard of Oz every single time he walks in anything that we have to do. You uh, know what you know what the funny thing about Jake Collins is? Yeah. is? Jake Collins has now become like he's the quality control manager of society. So if you see him, fucking make sure that that shit's cold mm -hmm. and viable. Yeah. But he's now he's now become the quality control of uh, Dangerous Game and Happy Health Syndicate. Uh, so J you gotta J love that. He just shows up when he he shows up when he wants to and just make sure that we're in line. Yeah, Jay Collins. Jay Collins is very, very uh, good at his job. Um, he works very hard lately. So go ahead and go inside there, and, and uh, if you buy a beer at Society Brewing here in San Diego, California, make sure that you shake his hand and uh, tell him that you know, tell him you love him. You know what I mean? So you should don't yeah. shake his hand. Give him, give him a fucking air elbow. Yeah, don't shake his hand. Yeah, it's quality control. Yep, that man's fucking getting it done. Yep. So uh, that's going to be my sign-off for the Dangerous Game podcast. And uh, I love you guys. And thank you, Jay, for showing up. Yeah. There you go. Uh, 
Oh, good stuff. Dude, Lexi has fans. I know. <laughs> She's gonna, if I ever left this podcast, I'm pretty sure Lexi's going to take it over. No, I'm pretty sure. Drive, drink.